0: Hey friends, I'm Renee. And I'm Anna. And you're listening to Fanger Happy Hour, special WorldCon edition. Welcome to the super professional banger happy hour, where we know how to start episodes instead of going off on a tangent about Hugo's for five minutes. But
1: well, that's like on brand. And also, I don't know about being professionals about work on either, because I went to work on, but I didn't actually go to work on. I was just like drinking beer, working, hanging out with friends. And I saw maybe half a panel and I got to hug David Diggs.
0: I'm still really jealous that you got to hug David Diggs.
1: Actually, he hugged me. Actually, okay, he just put his arm over my shoulder when we were taking a picture. Does that constitute a hug? Is that stalky? Is that, like, really creepy behavior? I'm sorry, Sorry. David
0: Diggs. I'm still really jealous that you got to meet him.
1: He had the best ensemble best clothes for the hugo awards was so cool okay
0: well listeners if you haven't yet guessed this is an extra episode bonus pod for anna's experience in helsinki yay that's
1: much better frame
0: and my experience being at home watching the live stream completely fail
1: something happened that night because no one could access the internet either the wi-fi was not working was unfortunate because everything else seems to have gone okay. I, I haven't heard anyone complaining about the con. I know there were problems with queues at panels because it was packed with people. Like broke all kinds of records with six, over 6,000 attending members. Uh, and even though the convention center was quite big, apparently the room for the panels were small until they actually were moved at one point.
0: Yeah, I saw that they closed memberships at some point, which I don't think has ever happened before. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. And also a reason that we should be having more international world cons. Absolutely. Next year is in San Jose. P.S. Space Bees. If you're going to be in San Jose, uh, let us know because I'm going to be in San Jose. The next one after that is in Dublin. That one I'm definitely going. And I don't have a passport. I can't go to that one.
1: You have two years to get that sorted.
0: How am I going to pay for a ticket to Ireland?
1: Let's get a new Patreon level that will get you to Dublin.
0: We're not going to abuse our patrons. We're not doing it.
1: Maybe they want to meet you and me at the same time. It's their decision. You can come to San Jose next year. Honestly, I'd rather save the money to go to New Zealand in three years.
0: If they win, that's a long time for there to be like a counter bid. I'm not getting my hopes up.
1: They were giving out those, how do you call it, the things that you put on your... Um...
0: Fanny packs? No! Hey, New Zealand, there's a free marketing idea. Fanny packs. Wow! I love a good fanny pack. I don't know what you're talking about. Those are so helpful.
1: No, these, How do you call
0: these? Ribbons.
1: The ribbons! Oh, my gosh. Well, I forgot the word ribbon. And then replaced with fanny packs. Somehow. <laughs> no,
0: I replaced it with
1: fanny packs. Anyway. Uh, This year they had like Middle Earth in 2020, a ribbon for that, so I got one for me.
0: I still think the fanny pack idea is a good marketing strategy.
1: No, Renee, no.
0: Poll. Do you think that New Zealand should have fanny packs as a marketing strategy? No. Tell us on Twitter. Please side with me.
1: No, because we all want to go to New Zealand. Are you suggesting that if they hand out
0: fanny packs, they'll lose?
1: Yes, I am suggesting exactly that. We need to have a poll. Penny packs, yes or no?
0: Yes. The answer is yes. They're super useful. Okay, Anna, tell us about your amazing convention.
1: So I got there on um, Thursday. It was my first day officially at the convention. And it was really nice because I met uh, Minika from a fantastic librarian and her husband, Vib, and we always hang out together like... <laughs> We always hang out together when we go to conventions together. I think this is the third year in a row that we meet around this time of the year, and she's lovely. And we met again, and we went to the convention together. We attended a panel on asexuality in YA, which was interesting because there were no asexual representation in the panelists. And it was all um, writers who wrote about asexual characters talking about their experience. And then very last minute, just before the panel started, an asexual author presented herself and said, can I participate in this? And that made it a little bit better. But it was the only panel I attended. Because I took a couple of books that I printed for book smugglers. And I just planted myself next to a Narnia wardrobe. Don't ask. And just told people to come and, and get some freebies. And then lots of people came. And I met Juan San Miguel, friend of the podcast. I met Ellen, also a friend of the podcast. And Charlotte. So it was really lovely. And we spent, I think, about an hour chatting. And it was really great. It was kind of like, it's really interesting because there's now this mixture of, oh, I'm here because I know you from the book smugglers. Oh, I'm here because I know you from Finger Happy Hour. So it's, there is like, I never know which hair I'm using at any given time. But yeah, it was, it was lovely. And then after that, on Thursday, Thea arrived and we worked slash drunk. And the next day was the Hugo's Day. I did not sleep that night, Renee, I'll tell you why, because I kept thinking about this speech that you wrote for me, and I'm like, fuck, if I win this, I'll have to read this whole fucking thing, and I swear to God, at one point, my heart was beating so fast, and my arms had like with, with the pain in my arm and I'm, like, I'm having a fucking heart attack because I speech for the Hugo Awards, which I ended up not having to deliver because I fucking lost or we lost. That was for nothing. That fear that I'm having a heart attack. And I'm like, oh, I think Ira knows how to do first aid. So I was like, oh, maybe I can ask them to come here and help me because I think I'm literally dying. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. 4am and like i'm gonna look horrible at the hugo's and I, i took like a melatonin so i was able to sleep finally woke up early to go back to do the hugo training that's when i met david for the first time and and then i also met ira and susan our you know the people that have helped us with finger happy hour and susan does our transcripts and ira has done our fab art and i met them and they were lovely and then I was super excited about the Hugos, super nervous. I looked super great also because Minika came to iron my dress because I was freaking out because it was so wrinkled because of the suitcase and I don't know how to iron. So I'm like, I'm having a meltdown at this get together. And like, what am I going to do? And Minika was like, I'll come, I'll come and iron your, your dress for me. And she so kindly came just before the award and helped us. We called an Uber and the Uber drive came and he was super horrible to us and told Thea she had to sit in front because Uber is illegal in Finland. And I'm like, we're going to die on the way to the Hugo words. But we got there safely and took pictures. They had tons and tons of pictures taken. And I hated the picture they took of me.
0: You could have just done what I did and opted out of the pictures.
1: Oh, no, I could never. (laughs) I want it kept for history. So I've had three nominations, right? One in 2014 for the book Smugglers, and then two this year. So I'm three times a loser.
0: You're in a very good club with George R. R. Martin.
1: That's true. And also, I was thinking maybe I'll be the Leonardo DiCaprio of the Hugo Awards. It would take me 15 years to finally win one. And then
0: you went to the Hugo Loser Party, which I don't think you remember much of.
1: <laughs> I do remember everything, it was super cool. George R. Martin throws the Hugo Party every year. And this year, he closed a steampunk bar that had boats on the ceiling and steam coming out of everywhere. And with free booze, free food for everybody that lost a Hugo plus one. It was lovely. We spent a lot of time with everybody. We shared a cab on the way there with Lee Harris from Tor.com. And then people just came over and talked and we spent time together. And then I started dancing by myself after three beers, I guess. And a gin, maybe. I don't know. It's fuzzy. I didn't have anything to eat. Again, I had breakfast at nine. Then we had a burrito, a small burrito at one. You got so drunk. At one point there was stars all over my face.
0: You got so drunk.
1: It was very nice. I could have stayed longer, but then the next day we had a ticket to go by ferry to Estonia. We spent the day on Saturday in Estonia and then Sunday we left. That was my WorldCon. was just lovely. It was really nice. I don't know if I wish I had done more con stuff. It's really it's a really hard decision to make because I was meeting Thea and it's like I don't I only get to see her once every year and I guess I just want to spend time with her.
0: This is why you need to come to WorldCon next year and spend time with me. Oh yeah. KJ is on a mission who I need to have back on so we can discuss Spider-Man, which I need to watch. She has a goal to get as many people as possible to come to San Jose. And she's working on everybody. So beware if you see her icon coming at you on the internet.
1: That's her mission. Okay, all right. I'll be prepared. So far, we
0: have a lot of people. I think me and Ira have agreed to go. Obviously, Zach's coming with me, my partner. I'm trying to get you to go. I'm excited about going.
1: I bet your favorite will be there, too.
0: Kate Elliott, yes. I'm hoping that I can convince Kate (laughs) Elliott to go.
1: And I bet it's going to be easier for John Scalzi to go.
0: It depends, I guess, on how people are doing with their book schedules. I'm hoping that there will be a lot of authors that I haven't met yet there. Yeah, so Space Bees, if you have plans to go to San Jose, or you were noodling over the idea, I will definitely be there, and I'm going to convince Anna to go somehow. (laughs) So in closing, you did
1: not win a Hugo.
0: We did not win a Hugo for this podcast, but T in Jeopardy won, which is great.
1: Yes, absolutely. And her speech was lovely, too.
0: I look forward to seeing it when the video finally goes up of the ceremony.
1: Were we happy with the other
0: winners? Yeah, I was pretty pleased. I am super hoping that everybody goes out soon and buys The Stone Sky by N.K. Jemisin and reads it and then makes space on the Hugo ballot so N.K. Jemisin can get a hat trick. It's such a good book. Also, congratulations to my co-editors and I for winning the Hugo and Best Fanzine, because we did.
1: So proud. I was sitting with Susan and and Weird; they were just behind me, and I kept like, you're gonna win this. It's in the bag. Uh, You better be prepared. And and Susan was like, no way. I was like, you are so gonna fucking win this one. And you did. My mother and partner shot me in the
0: face with the confetti gun. Oh my god. (laughs) So that's how I celebrated, picking glitter out of my mouth. (laughs) It feels really surreal, but it's always fun being nominated when the categories are robust and there are a lot of different voices. So let's keep it up, Hugo voters. And next year we have a YA award.
1: I know, I don't even know what to do with myself with this.
0: Anna worked so hard. Anna was on the Hugo committee. Not me. Not our Anna, but another Anna. And she worked really, really hard on this committee. And they put out a report and they chose a name. Next year it won't be named, it'll just be like the Wire Ward, but after that it'll be called the Lodestar. But why? Because of uh, weird Hugo rules about ratification. But it's going to be called the Lodestar, which is great. I love that it's not named after a person. I'm so happy.
1: What does it mean? Does it refer to something? Is it like...
0: A Lodestar is a star that is used to guide the course of a ship.
1: Ah, okay. I didn't know that.
0: So I'm glad you had a good con. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. Space Bees who were there, I hope you guys had fun. Space Bees who weren't there, I'm sure you shared my frustration about not getting to watch the Hugo Ceremony. There's always next year. Yeah. P.S. Please come to San Jose. Thanks to all the volunteers who worked hard to make Worldcon 75 a fun time.
1: And thank you to all the Space Bees that came talk to me and say hello.
0: You can find us on Twitter at Fangirl Podcast. Email us anytime with feedback, concerns, or questions. If you listen to us via iTunes, we'd love for you to leave us a review. It helps our rating, brings us to new people, and then they
1: can join the hive. Our show art is by Hugo Award winner, Ira. And our transcripts are by Hugo Award winner, Susan. Our music this week is by Chucky Beats and Boxcat Games. You can find links to their work on our show notes at familyhappyhour.com.
0: Drink enough water and take care of yourselves if you're going to any rallies or protests.
1: And let us all save money to go to New Zealand in 2020.
0: Fanny Packs! No. Thanks for listening, Space Bees.
1: See you next episode. Hugo Rina the first.
0: Okay, really, we should only... focus. Focus. <laughs> We're really good at this. We're professionals.
1: Okay, all right, that's fine. You have one Hugo. You can do whatever you want. I guess.
0: <laughs> Time for some jellyfish pills.
1: I can't. It's not vegan.